Jordan trying to shake off starts. Oh, what a move by Jordan! Well, just based on that, welcome to the May 9th edition of the Step Back Podcast, uh, where we're delving into Michael Jordan's dominance over the New York Knicks. I don't want to say rivalry, but um, you know, this is what we're going to talk about today. So, Leon, let them know what we're doing, baby. Good afternoon, boys. Welcome to the 10th episode of Step Back. That's right, 10. Here with uh, Dong City host, Henry Maldonado Jr. Waiting for my main man, Jacob Moses. He'll be on later on. You don't color people time. Facts. <laughs> Here to delve into the fifth and sixth episodes of The Last Dance. Uh, you know, we live in the 90s. Nick Bulls, you can call it a rivalry. It was really one-sided. Yeah, it really was. You know, uh, this documentary has been entertaining and frustrating at the same time. Uh, you know, you as a Knicks fan reliving that all over again. You know, how's that feel? I was like I told you before we came on. You know, I was uh, you know early teens when when the rivalry was going on. So, you know, it, it really hurt and it sucked to watch. And and you always thought, all right, we're gonna get him this time. We're gonna get him this time. And he always pulled the rabbit out of his ass, man. Always pulled the rabbit. And and I was telling you that I think if that happened now as an adult, man, as much as I'm in vet, I'd probably cry, man. The, the, <laughs> the way we were losing and, and and the way the heartbreak was happening, I'd probably go up in a ball and cry, man. That it's just it's brutal. Brutal what Mike did to us. And I mean, it wasn't just one year. It was year oh. after year. Yeah. Came in 84, dropped 50, and hasn't looked back since. Yep. First first game at MSG, dropped 33 points. I mean, that was what, 19, November 8th, 1984. And it was hard-ass ones. And he, they, they didn't, he didn't just drop 33, he blew us out. It was 121 to 106. Yeah. So, you know, he, he, he started off his career on a high note and then never looked back. And looking back at it, you know, uh, Ewing beat him in college. Beat him more in the pros. Yeah. You know, and you look at those Knicks teams during the 90s with Doc Rivers, and you go to Derek Harper, Mark Jackson. No matter what the team, Jordan always had the upper hand yeah. until he left. It's uh, uh, the first time. It's like he had another switch, man. He just, everyone was here. It's like he had nitrous, and he, you know, he kicked that nitrous, in and then he just go to the next level. and everyone else was just behind him, and he was just a different animal. Then uh, looking at it, the documentary goes into the 93 series, game one, game two, Knicks up 2-0. And then all of a sudden, you know, the papers, the media, they, they want to waken the beast. I mean, that, that's what New York media does, man. They, they poke the bear, they poke the bear and then and you saw what happened. Like I said, he hit that nitrous, and, and it was gone. He was gone. Yeah, my man hit Atlantic City. He found him some juice. <laughs> imagine you know, they try to pull that off now. Could you imagine Mike's career if he played in New York with the accessibility to AC like that? And with all the, the headlines. I mean, Mike, Mike got his fair share of criticism. But, you know, I think... If he were in the media capital of the world, you know, it might be a little different. Yeah, you know, under this heavy scrutiny, you know, look at what they did to 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 Mello here and kind of, you know, to his credit, they didn't really break him. Oh, look at that. See that? I always say Mello don't get the credit he needs, man. Mello, Mello wanted to be a Nick when people didn't want to be a Nick. But you, you know who fault that was? It was kind of his fault because Amari was the first one. And then Melo kind of forced his way here a bit. That's just it. Melo forced his way here. Amari came for the money, let's be real. And ain't nobody was giving Amari that contract after the microfracture surgery. He was the first player to get microfracture surgery. So he was a guinea pig. Right. Um, and then, uh, 
you know, and then Melo forced his way. But what we gave up was so much that it hurt the team. Really did. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah Melo, Melo definitely doesn't uh, get enough credit. We should talk about that on another podcast for sure because Melo doesn't get the love he deserves. No. Nah. So, game three, uh, Bulls win that. They go on to win four straight with the god-awful game five. They whooped the ass. Let's call it what it is. They whooped the ass. You, everyone goes back to game five, Charles Smith, three missed layups. You think any one of them was a foul? You know, at the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, yeah, I think looking at, at the replays now, slowing it down, I think I think it was just stellar defense and a little nerves, you know. All he had to do was, was dunk, and he kept trying to just, you know. Yeah, he – it was – like, I'm, I'm not a fan, but it's just frustrating to know that you're so close and it's just a layup, you know, shot to the basket. You know, you take that – that's a game-swinging series. Going back, what that was, two-two. Uh, yeah, but you also remember, I think you know, and I think most Knicks fans, Charles Smith wasn't necessarily the the most dominant dude. Like you know, it was like almost wasted size. You know, mm-hmm. like he wasn't that guy. Like you're like, come on, use that size, get in there, body people. He wasn't. He wasn't that. No, nah. but the, the the way that Nick team was constructed, it was just a bunch of power forwards. Yeah. They had no offensive firepower. For years, Ewing needed help, and his second his let's second gun it, was starts. Let's, let's call it what it is. It was a, it was a cheaper, watered down version of, of the the late you know the Pistons of the eighties. You know that that toughness, that 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 grit, that if you're gonna come in here, you're gonna get hit. But we never took that next level. We didn't have that singular player to just you know put everybody on his back and, and just ride us to his chip. So. Yeah, it, it, it's frustrating to watch. And, and Starks, you go back to the 94 finals, over whatever from three, and they lose yeah. the Rockets. I mean, but that, that's John Starks. He's a shooter. He's, you know, he's going to keep shooting. Facts. Um, documentary also features 93 finals with uh, Bulls and the Suns, MVP that year, Charles Barkley. Underrated Charles Barkley, man. That man don't get enough credit. None. You know, epic game three, triple overtime. Uh, we had the game on in the group. It it was actually a, a weird game because the Bulls tied it in regulation with a Scottie Pippen shot off the glass. Mm-hmm. And then Marley missed the three to win in the first overtime. And he was wide open. Yeah. And then Barkley just took over in the third overtime, and the rest is history. But that Suns team was 62 and 20. Paul Westfall, you know, Danny Ainge and uh, Marley, Tom Chambers, uh, Richard Dumas. That, that team was, was, was loaded. But, uh, Not about Dan Marley, man. Wow. And, and one of my, most favorite underrated players, uh, Kevin Johnson. KJ. KJ was the man in NBA Jam. He, he damn sure was. <laughs> you pull up from anywhere, KJ was hitting in an NBA Jam. All day. Yeah. Little fun fact about game three, uh, that triple overtime, Kevin Johnson played the entire game. I did know that. Yes, I did. Entire game. It was like damn near 60 minutes. So... That, that was sight to behold. And in the documentary, we also featured uh, the 92 finals. Um, what was weird to me about this this documentary, how, how they time jump, it's so frustrating. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a fan of the 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 way they go back and forth and the, the timeline jump. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that at all. Um, no. You know, they're, they're, you know, toward the end of his career and, and here and then 10 minutes later, you're at his rookie season. It's just... I wasn't a fan of how that's chopped up and edited, so. Yeah, me either. Uh, you, you know, and then as watching it again, I kind of understood it because they're trying to, like, you know, uh, start the story, but then you have to go back in order to, yeah. to give it some context. But 
Somebody was watching The Godfather too much when they did this. Oh my God! <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. I think uh, a chronological timeline would be um, more beneficial and, and bring back memories and, and could show you the two separate set of teams that he had. Um, you know, they kind of treat Cool Coach as an afterthought here. Yeah. You know. They spent 20 minutes on Tony Kukoc, and then anybody who watched those Bulls knows Tony Kukoc meant way more than that, you know. I don't think Pippen got enough love in his documentary. I don't, you know, um, Rodman, the Rodman episode was nice to watch because, you know, they gave him his due there. But the Pippen one was full of uh, controversies and, and, and bitching and moaning and contracts. It, it wasn't really emphasized on how, and I get it, it's a Michael Jordan documentary, it's not a Scottie Pippen documentary, but, you know, I'll I'll always maintain that Mike doesn't have that career without Scotty. You're right. You know, and this was something I somewhat alluded to before. Like, he throws compliments out, but it's kind of like underhanded. It's Mike. He's a, it's a backhanded compliment. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you know, Scotty was <clears throat> I needed him, but he goes back to that game seven against the Pistons. Uh, did he really have a migraine? Uh, he pauses. Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess so. Yeah, exactly. You go back to Dennis Rodman. Oh, I need a vacation. Are you? Oh no, you can't let him go. Meanwhile, what has he, what has Jordan been doing the entire time? Yep. Playing with hookers, cocaine, and, and casinos. <laughs> <laughs> Something else. My man is snitching in every episode. Yo. Yo. First of all, to, to the fact that they carried a camera crew and recorded everything back then is wild living in the age that we live in now. So it's kind of crazy to think that there was enough wherewithal from whoever's perspective to record everything. Cause the best part of the documentary to me is seeing actual footage from shit happening. Then watching dudes get interviewed, talking about it is different than being able to watch, you know, body language and reactions and, and, you know, fans running up in the hall and all that crazy shit happening live. It's very different. So, I, I will give credit to whoever's idea it was to carry a, a film crew around at all times. That was pretty dope. It really was. And no matter who's around, you know who's doing the interview? Amar Rashad. Amar Rashad. Amar Rashad ran the, the NBA in terms of media back in the day, man. It, you weren't going anywhere without Ahmad. Inside stuff Saturday morning. Inside man. stuff. It was just, you know, he was breaking stories. You know, people were leaking things to him. Ahmad was the man. Um, so it also left off with the, it started off with real quick. You know what I also, what I also remember looking at all the old footage, Mm -hmm. Marv Albert's two pays were worse than I remember. I haven't seen him. Oh my God. Dude, they had him. He he was up a few times. I'm like, damn, that two pay is horrible. Forget it. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. It also goes along with his like his wardrobe, which we found out later on. So, oh, he was on some kinky shit. Yo, that's on another level. Have a whole podcast just on that one. <laughs> Him getting busted in the hotel room and shit. <laughs> I remember that man. Yo, that that was a kinky man, old man. The man behind the mic. Kinky ass old man. So it starts off. Episode five starts off with Kobe. And MJ, you know, Kobe, the heir apparent, you know, all-star game, MJ teaching the young fella. That was cool to see. It, it was. Especially with, you know, Kobe's passing this past summer. That was really cool to see. <clears throat> you know, Again, camera crew catching shit live. It's crazy. Like, if he wants the ball, he... nah, he needs a rebound, man. Yeah. This guy got some fucking nerve. I love it. I love it. I, I love how he was talking about Kobe at the time because, you know, over the years, you got to see their relationship flourish. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time, nobody knew Kobe was going to be what he what he ended up being. So, you know, to Mike, it's just another flashy dude coming in the league trying to take my spot. You know, but there was a few dudes that tested Mike. Uh, Iverson's crossover is legendary, man. You know, Grant Hill crossed him up pretty nice, too. Anybody that got beat by Mike, they they held on to those singular moments when, you know, you one-upped them, whether it was the Starks dunk, 
you know, or, or the AI's crossover or Kobe getting them, you know, whatever it was, you, you held on to those singular memories because there wasn't many of them. Yeah, you, you don't get them often. And, and speaking of like a competition, you look at, it seems like he got frustrated every time someone was compared to him. Mm-hmm. Clyde Drexler, he took it out on him in the, in the finals. Uh, Dan Marley, he, he thought, Krause loved Marley for some reason, talking about he was a defensive man. player. Man. And Tony Kukoc, which yeah. went later on in the, in the documentary, in a dream team. Yeah, I was shocked to, to hear them shitting on him the way they were, man. Me too. The way they were mocking him and, and the way they were talking shit, I was, I was shocked. Um, you know, especially knowing that he ended up going there and, and them embracing him. But, you know, it, it was crazy. Like I said, I, I love the, the live camera. You know, this generation always gets panned for, you know, recording everything. But look, late 80s, early 90s, everything's being recorded. And they had the big ass cameras back then. We ain't talking mm-hmm. about little shit. <laughs> like, you can't like hide this shit anywhere. Whenever we have LeBron's documentary, you know, it'll everything will be filmed on a phone, you know, but. There'll be some some crazy footage. So, also uh, with the uh, with the finals, Jordan hit five threes in the in the first half, and this was considered legendary. Yeah, you know, you got the famous shrug. Uh, look later on, the Dream Team, Magic, Chris Mullen. Uh, you think Isaiah Thomas should have been on there? I was going to ask you the same thing. I think he should have been on it. Um, what do you What do you think about all the back and forth that's kind of come out since then about Mike didn't have a part in it, Mike did have a part? What do you think? I think, I think Mike had a huge part in it. But I think underhanded, Magic had a, a, a bigger part at the time that he lets on. I agree. I, I think that had more to do with Scotty and Magic than Mike. Right. I think Mike took the bullets because he knew if you had Isaiah on that team, it might, you know, mess with the chemistry because there's some animosity there. I I, I don't think that one was on Mike. I think that was more yeah. Magic and Scotty. I think so too. I also think Isaiah got a. I, I thought Isaiah had a bad rap from the beginning. I thought he should have been in over Stockton. Shaq should have been in over Christian Leitner. Yeah. And Isaiah proved that when apparently, so he goes up against Stockton the next uh, following season after he wins the title, lights Stockton up for 45. So uh, here's the thing with that. They're not the same kind of player. Oh, no. look who's coming in. Coming in hot. But about a half hour. Yeah, they're not the same type of player. Um, you know, Isaiah scored more. Right. You know, Isaiah was a scorer, and uh, Stockton was a facilitator. So I, I think those teams needed that facilitator. I compared uh, Isaiah to 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 Kyrie Irving. I can see it. I, I thought you know they, they both get a bad rap, but. Kyrie, Kyrie does it to himself, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he does. Soft. Well, here's the issue with comparing them. <laughs> Kyrie's still kind of cooking, right? We, he, I don't think he's ever reached his his potential. I don't know if he ever will at this point. Mm-hmm. You saw Isaiah's top potential. You saw what he could do. I don't think we ever fully saw or have seen Kyrie's max capabilities. So I, I don't know if I would compare them, but I get the idea that the type of player they are. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we welcome our uh, third member, Jacob sir. Moses. Sir. How you feeling, bro? Too late ass. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a black people town. That's right. Nah, it's all good. Um, yeah, we said that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I had to do a few things, but yeah, I had to get on this one. Number, number 10. It's a milestone. I couldn't miss this one. Uh, you thank you, Henry, for being on. Yeah, I see yeah. you looking good, looking better. I'm glad yeah, you I'm your health back up. Kind of lining up a little bit. Things are good. There you go. That's all I like to hear. Repping the Bronx today, man. He is me. Wanna be, wanna be like mine. And that's crazy. The, the kind of marketing pull he had with, mm-hmm. you know, 
$250,000 deal as a rookie for a sneaker. Yeah. That's unheard of. Until, that. um, um, <laughs> nah, but, uh, but yeah, he, he definitely changed the game. You get it, the sneaker game in general, you know. Yeah. Man, that guy, he had those Nike, ones up. Nike was still a come up. Remember, Nike wasn't mm-hmm. what Nike is. Nike was, was a come up, was a, was yep. a new company. And, mm-hmm. and I was having this conversation with Joey on the side in, in the group where those ones were trash. They weren't comfortable. They're not comfortable now. I know a whole bunch of people went out and got the Royal Blues that were just released. Those shits are not comfortable. Yeah. not good basketball shoes. As they develop, you know, the threes and the fives, Mm -hmm. those are comfortable shoes, you know. But the Mm -hmm. one, all fashion and no comfort whatsoever. Yeah, I I tried them on, I want to say, once or twice. And I'm just like, I can't. It just just felt, plus it was Jordan too, so it kind of still rubs me the wrong way. But yeah, they're, they're narrow and they hurt. <laughs> yeah, as they go on, you know, some of the later Jordan releases, they're much more comfortable. Um, sixes are comfortable. 11s, you know, are both legendary in terms of comfort and, and mm-hmm. style. But, yeah, there, there's just a few of them that I can't get with comfort-wise. Mm-hmm. Last time we were on, we discussed the music and, and, and the shoes. The music in this documentary has been on, on point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They need to release a soundtrack. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I think they have a soundtrack on like Spotify and whatnot. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Nice. Um, so it, it, this is pretty good. You know, the, mm-hmm. you know, special ed with the, I got it made. You got the Tribe <laughs> Called Quest on there. Mm-hmm. You know, your man, uh, uh, pun. So it, it's been. Yeah, that, that had me nuts. They opened with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> baby, <El> Bronx, baby. <laughs> Like we we live in the '90s with these artists and whatnot, it, it's it, it brings back a special time. Uh, Jacob, I, I know we discussed a little bit earlier with the Jordan killing the Knicks. I, I know you got some further <laughs> thoughts on that. You know how how you feel with that? Of course. I mean, it just it was a good time, but then it was just like a suckier time because every single time until Jordan left. They would kick our ass, or we would get close. And then, obviously, the Charles Smith thing, and like Henry said, looking back on it, it really wasn't. It was pretty good defense. Yeah. But dunk the ball. You were, If you tried to dunk the dunk ball. It, that's what I said. Ball, dunk the goddamn ball. Dunk the ball, we would have been fine. But it also, it showed his greatness. I mean, when he played the Knicks, Jordan was just like, okay, this, this is, I'm going to kick the ass. It, that's about it. I know him and Ewan had like a rivalry. They had a friendly, they, they were pretty much good friends, but when they got on that floor and, but he was the X factor, you know, as you can see in 94, you take him out of the equation, next, you know, we win. But he was special. I'll give him that he was special. You, you know what I hated? Mm-hmm. I hated when they wore those black uniforms. Oh, and you, we always got our eyes kept when those Because they A, we got scorched every time, but B, <laughs> they were so fucking fly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those, those black uniforms are so dope. So you're like, damn, not only is he kicking our ass, but he's looking pretty damn good <laughs> doing really it. Good you know? <laughs> and then he just gets you on a post, and you know his fadeaway was coming. He just boom, boom, coming back around. I'm like, oh my lord, Jesus, this shit's going to be bad. Yeah. It, it just, uh, much as I hate Jordan, I took that fadeaway. Leon knows. <laughs> <laughs> I damn sure did. When it was crunch time, you know what I was going to. Both those 90s jerseys were. Like, they were fire. They were fire. The, the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of them. Like, the all of them. The Knicks had a sweet winter water one. Those, those white Utah Jazz jerseys, man. Yeah. 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 Those white Jazz jerseys were, were, were nice. Oh, yeah. They just, Sonics, like you said, I love the Sonics one. That one I might have to invest in. Who else had a dope jersey back then? The Suns were pretty nice. The Suns, oh, yeah. The Nuggets, the nuggets were good. Ooh. With the little skyline thing, with the yeah, they had the little mile high thing on it. It was pretty. The Washington bullets before they were the you know the capital. Yes, yes, damn. They definitely had a few. There's a lot of cross. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of fly jerseys, man. It was... Yeah, the caps were good. Cavs were pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. 
Like I said, oh, Mark Price sighting. I was glad to see Mark Price get some love, man, because nobody talked about Mark Price. Nah, he was good. He was really good. I mean, right, another dude that would kill you in the NBA jam. Hell, oh, he didn't miss. Yo, he, any spot on the floor, pick a spot, anyway. any spot, mm-hmm. you're going to make it. Any, any, Especially if you uh, play with the cheat codes, with the with the, the points uh, litter all over. <laughs> so you get 20 points for hitting them over here. Uh-huh. Mark Price. <laughs> NBA jam team. <laughs> Yeah, and, and Doherty caught every rebound. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. You always you always played it where you have one dude that can hit a three at any time, but then you get one big dude to grab the rebounds just in case yeah, he dumped the ball. Yep. Now, what do you mean he's tired? No, nah, he ain't tired. Go play another quarter. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, definitely brought back a lot of memories. You know, bad or good, but it was good for the most part. I mean, it was bad. You put it like this. Any team, the team in the East that you knew were going to give the Bulls the most trouble was the Knicks. Hey, you knew it. And that's why it made it, it hurt sucked. so bad. Uh, it sucked always being on the losing end of it. That's what it is. It's like we said earlier, it wasn't really a rivalry. Mm-hmm. It was a rivalry where you got great games, you have great moments. Mm-hmm. They always took the W, man. That the, the Bulls always won. It really wasn't a rivalry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Much has been said about... Uh, Jordan and his uh, awareness to social injustices, so to say. You mean lack of awareness? Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Damn sure was a lack of it. Still is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's okay. not for the cause. <laughs> Shit. You know, I think Mike, Mike, it's hard, you know, it's really hard to, to get on him at the time because no one was really taking those kind of stances. You you had your Ali's and your Jabbar's, but those were, you know, the rarities. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, athletes and, and celebrities in general are kind of taking on that, that fight, you know, yep. a little more. So it's, you know, as much as I'm always shitting on him, you know, especially when we start talking LeBron, MJ comparisons in terms of human stuff, but... You know, I, I do think Mike gets a little bit of some flack for that because you're talking late 80s, early 90s when he's making some real money mm-hmm. and, you know, corporate sponsors are willing to give him whatever he wants. And, you know, he's on top of the game and, you know, he's worried about his bread. He don't want to say the wrong thing or do the wrong mm-hmm. thing, you know. You know, in hindsight, should he have been more active? Yes. But I also think we shouldn't expect other people to take up our fight if they don't really feel passionate about it, you know? Because then it's yeah. not genuine. Like LeBron uh, is genuine. LeBron's been that way since day one. You know, it's genuine. If Mike came out now and you oh, know just, just don't throw some money I mean, he's he's over he's worth over a billion dollars, I believe. You know, money to him is nothing at this point. It's easy to do it when you got the money. Word. So you know it's, oh. it's, shout out to Philippe. He did say he mentioned the jersey we missed, the magic jersey. That was fire too. The, magic jersey, the, the black so, and white stripe, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, that's Penny made that look sweet. Oh yeah, he did. Because he had his, his own sneaker line. Man, he oh man. Nick Anderson, another killer duo in NBA Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Scott's too, they both can yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. Whenever Nick Anderson was tired, you put Skiles in. That's right. There you go. Dennis Scott on, on that team, too? Uh, yeah, he was on the team. He was on the team. Yeah. Dennis Scott, Tree Rollins, bum ass. Tree Rollins. Oh. God damn. Was another, they had another shooter, too, and I can't remember the dude's name. Other other white dude. He could yeah. shoot, though. I couldn't remember what the fuck his name was. Damn. So my memory is going. That's the crazy thing about it. Penny, Penny was the other one before Kobe. It was Penny, you know, Penny and then Grant Hill. Everyone's talking about the next Jordan, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't so know what Penny. Penny becomes if he doesn't get hurt. Oh, gosh, Penny, man. Penny had it all, man. Athleticism. He was was banging on the court. He was a good-looking dude. He was, you know, athletic. He was a high flyer. He had the shot. He had the looks. He had everything. The court awareness. You, I mean, just one of the passes that just, when he did, he went to the lane. Like, he went to the lane. What's the thing? Went through the lane and he caught it with a no look. Like, I was just, what the hell is I going think on? A healthy Penny and Shaq probably do more damage than Shaq and Kobe. Especially if he stayed, if Shaq decided to stay and yeah. just 
Yeah, yeah. Orlando would have had a chip. I, I can't see them not. Shaq matures a little bit because Shaq was very immature. He oh, says yeah, it himself, sure. you know. Oh. Over. Mm-hmm. oh, sure. Mentioned a bit before with the like Jordan's and whatnot. So there's been like stories about you know how he treats his how he treats his teammates at practice, and mm-hmm. one came out where he, where he doesn't feed Horace Grant you know, after, <laughs> <laughs> after a bad game. Now it looks like you ain't eating. <laughs> now yo, like Horace been making up for lost time, man. Horace Grant way bigger than this dude. I'm like yo, slap the shit out of him, man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you got hurry you know, is whining. Now I'm not feeding you. Yeah, I wish they imagine that just getting caught on camera. What you doing? Well, he's it wasn't Steve Curry smacked. He said he punched him or whatever. He punched Steve Curry in the face. Yeah, just imagine that, yo. Steve, what the hell you doing? What, Mike, what do you mean? Damn, you get on my fucking spam. Especially up. now, like you know, where Steve Kerr's gone in his coaching career, it's kind of oh, like, man. and then they can't take you seriously either. Like, you got a bunch of young guys that. I heard you got snuffed in the face by Mike. You didn't even do nothing, man. I, <laughs> mm. I ain't gonna listen to you. <laughs> man, damn, that would have been some good damn yeah, that that, that, I saw that and I just dropped my head. I was like, come on, Horace, man. You keep well, yeah. talking about this. Yeah. It, it, it's always, if, uh, I, that's just something like that happened to me. I ain't talking about it. No, nah, no. I'm nah, not nah. acknowledging it. I'm not talking about shit that ain't never happened. I call Mike a liar now, knowing you could whoop his ass on Mike Lyon. Uh-huh. I heard he bitched you out. What the hell are you talking Mike Lyon, tell him to come see me. Exactly. exactly. Get tough on the camera. Exactly. He, know, he know my number. He know exactly. my address. Give it out. Uh, not, I would not admit that shit. I'd rather admit getting punched in the face than that shit. Word. Yo, all right, Mike, Mike got me heated in the moment, you know, teammates fight. You know, I used to fight with teammates all the time, push them, you know. Mm-hmm. And Herb like that, taking your food away, man? Yeah, not true. Shit. You remember, you remember the term? I'm going to have another, you know. <laughs> you remember the term, I'm going to make you eat your food, huh? Yeah. <laughs> man, it's just crazy. But, yeah, it's some tough times, man. It's some great times, actually. My man Mace, man, that, please stand up. But yeah, he was, oh, man, fuck, we should have had one. Mason Oakley, man, just. Oakley, he lost a lot of respect for me. I'm sorry. Like, that dude, he's. He's uh, gone a little, I get it, he's gone off the wall, but Oakley as a player was still. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He was, that toughness that he bought, thank you, fuck. We love that. And that's what we want that New York. When we say New York toughness, that's what we go back yeah. to. Yeah, we want, we want to play four power forwards and Pat Hewen. Exactly. That's what we need. Make two shooters. That's what we yeah. need. You, know, you can do. You come down to the lane. Nope. Give me three power forwards. Uh, you know, do like John Starks and Pack. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we needed. That, that was it. And, and, and like Hubert Davis, he, he shit on Davis. Man. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh, oh. He shit Damn. Poor Hubert. Well, Hubert. I mean, it's kind of hard not to get shit on. But um. <laughs> But he was, good, he was good in his own right, though. He was a nice little shooter. Oh, yeah, man. Sarge drove you nuts, man. He, he hit some shots, and then he just fucking, you know, you missed seven, eight in a row. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop shooting. And then he hit Stop three in a row. You're like, all right, keep shooting. J.R. Smith. That, and that, I'm telling you, J.R. Smith was the reincarnation of John Starks when he was on our squad. Because he drove you freaking crazy. But some plays, he did his reverse dunks and stuff. Like, oh, J.R. Give that dude an extension. J.R. Smith will always be remembered for... <laughs> LeBron, what you doing? <laughs> Come on now, but yeah, that's that's what he reminded me of. But he was such a bonus. Starks was a high head too. He was yeah, head button people, show hands up. He head button people. Not about that. Yeah, got his faces. Pow. I was like, oh, he was definitely a high head. But damn, another thing that I found pretty funny. Uh-huh. So remember episode one, they interview Obama. It got him as a former Chicago resident. <laughs> you go to episode six. Now he's President Barack Obama. Yeah, and, and they asked—I forgot who they asked about it. They asked somebody about that. Um, and I thought that their excuse was valid, which mm-hmm. was they wanted to show people where they were at that time, at that time in their lives. Mm-hmm. So I could get mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So once they change it, I'm like, well, now that goes out the window because he's just full of shit. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I found that hilarious, you know, it's, you know, interviewing the different celebrities at the time, you know, they go to Nas and you got Jerry Seinfeld in the back, you look like the most awkward uh, interview ever, you know, Pat Jordan, mm -hmm. uh, Phil kicks him out. <laughs> oh no, this playing ain't gonna work. He's, you know, like deer in the headlights in the camera. Like I said, give credit, give credit for whoever was was smart enough to make sure a camera crew was filming everything. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Jordan probably had that set up. I would love somebody to do that now. Oh my. man, that would be like. Wouldn't you like? Wouldn't you like somebody to follow around Golden State for a couple years? That would be pretty interesting. Seeing him, Draymond, people coming in and out. KD mm -hmm. coming in, KD being hated, KD leaving, like all that shit just being on camera. Because you, probably, you he know KD is as big as he is. You know KD is a bitch. Yeah, he probably is a bitch. KD. I can see Steph slapping the shit out of KD and KD. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, what you, I thought we were both. No, Dray, Draymond would probably do it. <laughs> no, I know Draymond would do it, but Draymond at least has got some size on him. Word. Mm -hmm. But he, I can see Steph getting slapped by one of the Vanilla Brothers and just, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was his no. That fight between those two was great. Just you hear great from Draymond, he a bitch. Oh, oh, he a bitch. Yeah, he a bitch. Yeah, we'll need you anyway, KD. He, he's another. I mean, shit, you can look at him now. You can, you can tell, man. This guy's hasn't played a game yet. He's already pissing me off. But you know, he reminds me of uh. uh. Why wow, can't I think of his name? Fake Superman. Dwight Howard. Wow. You soft. can't be that big and be that soft, soft man. Yeah. It... Dwight is super soft. And it's Sorry, funny, when Kobe died, you know, he was on camera. And you said that everybody's like, nigga, everybody know Kobe hate you. Yeah, it really, come on. Y'all didn't, you know, y'all didn't. Kobe hated his ass. Because how he was, he was such... He had all that talent. He just wanted to be so playful. Like, dude, show a serious side. That's like Kobe did. He was mm -hmm. soft. Super soft. soft. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, did you, so, 92 Blazer team, mm -hmm. Drexler, Danny Ainge, Clifford Robinson, uh, Brandon Duckworth. Good name. You know, it's a pretty solid team. They were 57 and 25 that year. Ainge was on there? Danny Ainge. Holy oh, shit. I don't know. Wow. Huh. He was also on that Suns team. Yeah. On on guess who? Oh. Kurt Rambis. Fucking. I'm a guy. Kurt Rambis. Uh Kevin, you know, Kevin Johnson and, and mm -hmm. obviously Barkley. Mm -hmm. So and they won sixty games that year. Mm -hmm. No, sixty two games. So that team was loaded. We went back and forth uh, during the week, you know, the, you know, the Knicks and the Nets. And episode six ended with the Bulls and the Nets playoff series. Yeah, that's pretty much how it was. Mm -hmm. I vaguely remember that series, but the Nets were in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, most part. Most part. Game one, they were down by fourteen. They came back. <laughs> Chris Gatling, you know, apparently he he went off for fourteen points in the fourth quarter, and yeah. Douglas missed a hail mary three at the end, and they lost by three the first game in overtime. Kerry <laughs> mm -hmm. Kittle turned into John Starks that game. Kerry Kittle, wow, yeah, he he was good. I mean, he Dan yeah. Horn. Definitely John Starks. My man, Keith Van Horn. I don't care what nobody say. My guy. I like Van Horn, man. I really like I'm Keith Van Horn. I don't. Leo just always give me shit. Yo, Van Horn was trash. No, he wasn't trash. He was I like Keith Van Horn. Whatever stuff he was on the next, he used to do the field goal sign every time he hit a three. Keith Van right. Horn is the original Kevin Love. How could you hate him? Exactly. Kevin, I mean, he did. He didn't do one bad. Besides the awareness on defense, like I spoke to Leon about, that was pretty much it. But everything. Yeah. I would take him shit. And this problem? Yeah, and he was battling a stomach flu during that game. Mm -hmm. He missed the second half, and it, apparently it made a difference. So that series, they 
and Jason Williams worked Dennis Rodman. He, he damn got, sure did. Killer? Hell yeah, man. He had 21 rebounds in the game one, and then game two and three, Rodman went off. I guess Jordan must have yelled at him. <laughs> so they lose game two by five. Game three, the Nets were down by 20, and they end up getting swept. But Calipari was a was an asshole. And well, uh, still, is. <laughs> still is. You know, times never change. But that's where uh, '98 playoffs started, and then I think they went on to play Charlotte in the following series, and they ultimately end up playing the Jazz, which I, I think they'll get to. Yeah. Let's see. We should touch on what they, uh, how they portrayed Rodman too, because I thought they did a really good job there. They, they did. I also thought they left a lot of stuff out. Because mm-hmm. um, I, after I watched that, I watched a Bad Boy documentary. And you see how yeah, much they left. You see much more. I think mm-hmm. I, I felt in any episodes that contained other people, there was a lot left out and more to be desired. Mm-hmm. But I do think they did a good job with focusing on Rodman's, you know, differences and, and focuses mm-hmm. on his his struggle with mental health and mm-hmm. you know how they needed to bend a little and kind of give a little, you know, because he was different. You know, obviously mental health issues at the time weren't understood as they are now. Mm-hmm. So I think they did a pretty good job then. You know, anytime I hear the story about, you know, him with the shotgun in the car, you know, I always think that yeah. shit is wild. Always think that's wild. Really that, that could have ended so differently. And it, it goes to show you how, you know, with, with the coaches. Yeah. How much of a difference it made Chuck Daly, Bill Jackson. Oh, yeah. you, that little stop in between with San Antonio where he's misunderstood. Mm-hmm. That's when he just totally goes off. Mm-hmm. But I think having a guy like, like, uh, Phil, you're right. Is 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 all the difference in the world? Mm-hmm. You know, it also. I I thought that given his environment, he grew up in. You know, he's a shy kid. You know, quiet, and then being exposed to everything at once, it finally you know yeah. let him out to be you know who he wanted to be. Never something he never experienced before, mm-hmm. and. Without Chuck Daly, then you know he just finally goes and gets what he, I guess, been you know, long desiring for. But Phil Jackson to to rein him in. Looking back on it, he's probably a better coach than I thought he was. Oh, he's yeah, he's one of his greatest. I mean, yeah, I, I I thought he was overrated, but no, he was really good. I mean. Watching watching Robin talk about his mom was rough, man. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. That, that was rough, and yet I kind of somehow understand it. You know, I have a tumultuous relationship with my mom, so I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Watching him on camera, you know, yeah, I, I, I get it, and it, it was it was really raw. That part was really raw to watch. But that's you know more on Rodman. He's being interviewed, and he's saying some things that are just. Anytime you watch a Rodman interview, man, you're going to get some raw. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty sharp for them to, to touch on. Mm-hmm. But that's how he was. Like, basically, what you saw on the floor, that's that's his personality. He's basically, he kind of told you a story with this game. That's you, basically you what the story he, he told about Madonna offering him $20 million? Nah. Yeah, man. Yeah. He told the story with Ty, if he got her pregnant, she would give him 20 mil. And dude, he was telling a story how he was at uh, was it Vegas? He was at a casino somewhere, mm-hmm. playing, playing, shooting craps, I think. And when you got money, you can tell people at the casinos hold the table, mm-hmm. yeah. and they literally pause the table, like everything stops until you get back. Mm-hmm. And she called them, and she's like, "Yo, I'm ovulating." This nigga jumped on a helicopter, flew to where she was at. Smashed, took a helicopter back to the casino and continue playing. Go. 
That is dope, Daddy. Yo, I heard that story and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. I don't remember where it was. It might have been the Breakfast Club or something like that. I, I gotta find it where. And oh I'll put it in the group. But yeah, it was cool. Yo, it was wild to watch him say that. <laughs> and, and we, and we were saying before, Robin had a pretty impressive uh, list on on yeah. resume. Oh yeah. You know, despite all the you know feminist ways or whatnot, all the drama. He had a pretty impressive list. You know, people forget. I always say that even now with this generation, they laugh at the way they dress and stuff. People forget, man. Look at Prince. Yeah, exactly. Prince, Prince was a different animal, though. He Prince was pulling dimes left and right daily. You know, he got ruffles and shit and purple suits and you know, super tight pants and the high the high heels. But yo, he's pulling a lot of women. Prince was pulling them, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, just like Charlie Murphy said, he was like, especially back then, mm-hmm. the guy that looked most like a bitch was getting all the women. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, we're, we're becoming those old men that look at the general. Ah, y'all don't know what y'all talk about. Yeah, your music. That is trash. true. That, we gotta, that is we gotta true. Open our minds and think. You know, our struggles weren't understood by our parents, and you know, we gotta kind of understand the generation behind us. Their music may not be what we're into, and it may be more melodic and less than what we like, but no, yeah, something you know. I try to listen to some of it, I won't lie, I'm not gonna hate on it, but I just I, so I got an 18 year old son, and the I just it's hard for me to do. <laughs> You're like, ah, man, this but I let you know, I let him be here, you know. But yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Um, I got to put that interview yeah. in the group. Yeah, definitely do that. I want to see that. Yeah. 20 mil, man. 20 mil. 20 mil knock her off. Damn, what the fuck? Forget about the fact that you, you smashing Madonna. That's what I'm saying. Like, get that. Then that, 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 you get 20 mil off it on top of that. Yeah. Yes. A little, little bit off topic. You know, <laughs> speaking of music, um, I know tonight you know, you got Badu and Jill Scott will be um, on IG Live battling tonight. Yes, versus. Yeah, quick little mm-hmm. thing. What you guys uh, think about that? It's going to be interesting. I'll, I'll, I like it. But Jill Scott, uh, you to get who is it now? Is Jill Scott who else? Erica Badu. Now, if it was like Erica Badu and like a Lauren Hill, that shit would get me hyped. I just want to see what she, but Jill Scott, I don't, I don't know, man. Joints, man. I know, but it wasn't. She break out I, Heartbreak Hotel and might be, you know. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Like I said, I'm interested because I always like stuff like that. I think they'll have to get away from the win-loss thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And more artists, mm-hmm. you know, because nobody wants to be on the, nobody wants to be Manny Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> my man's still crying. <laughs> I mean, he had no chance, though. No, nah, it was, it was still over. crying. It was over. They got to do it like, um, what you call it? The one you showed. Oh my God, I'm drawing the Riz- and Premiere. There you go, Riz and Premiere. Yeah. Like that. That's how you got to do it. Yeah, I don't. I think you got to take away the losses, mm-hmm. loss factor, and just have them going competitively. Exactly. One without a, a, a vote total or a win loss, because I think that mm-hmm. part will, you know. Cause they went on for like two hours and I was up. Like usually I'm like sleep by that time, but I was up if watching. Smart, yo, if they're smart, they can get that on TV. They, oh can, do, they can do seasons and mm-hmm. you know, you can have artists and, and you can, you can do some real damage with that. You can make that. Get like, like or something like that. Dude, you have the, se- the, the season finale Nas against Jay-Z. Oh my God. Oh gosh. That would be That's literally how you end crazy. it. You know, you know, Nas would probably want to throw on Ether. That's that's when everything stopped. Like, mm. Jay Z will lose twice. The problem is that if he puts on super ugly, it's kind of like just disrespectful. Well, yeah, 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 that was bad. <laughs> J-O-D, he, he's straight, just oh. But yeah, Ether though. That, mm. Yeah, that's how you got to do it. To me, you got to market it, and you got to get away from the win losses. And, and yeah, because that's not what it's about. Artists. Yeah, they don't make it about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I got Badu for the win, you know, bad lady. She's going to throw on Common at some point. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> One of the 27 Marley babies that she got. Back. 
I, I can't go an episode without mentioning Common, so there you go. Yeah, I, yeah, you, yeah. See, fucking Chicago. We all, we all, we all talk about Chicago. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's it's apropos, man. Damn shame. <laughs> but I gotta start heading out of here, guys. So I'm uh, I'm gonna leave you guys. Bye, bro. Thank you for having me. As always, I appreciate it. And uh, keep having a kick-ass show, brothers. Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you bro. Thanks thank for you. showing up. Much appreciated. Thank you. Catch Donk City. It's Monday. Well, it's down to two. You know, uh, spent some time, uh, you know, back and forth with during, like I said, during the week with the, you know, next jab, next jab, you know, well played game, sir. You know, any, uh, any thoughts you had in regard to Jordan? And- yeah, hold on for one second. What's up now? Say it again. Then we got a nice little jab going back and forth during the week. <laughs> yeah, that was really great. Yeah, we, we had to. I, I, I mean, of course, I was going to come back. I was at work. That's why I was so delayed. I was waiting for I was like, what the hell is he doing? I was like, oh, he think he's funny, huh? Yeah, I, I, was yeah like, I was waiting on time. That was a good time, man. That was a good time. I'm like, wait. I look on it. I'm like, let me stop. Nick's getting ass beat. Nick's getting, oh, he think he's funny. I was like, all right. Got something for your ass. <sighs> Three, these motherfuckers got sweat. But no, it, it was pretty cool, though. It was just. How the Knicks had it, that was y'all basically y'all bulls. When y'all y'all ran into two freaking teams that you knew you weren't gonna win. It, it just wasn't happening. Like in between the Lakers dynasty and then the Spurs, you know, coming around. It, it right. just basically you know what was gonna happen. Right. I mean yeah. anything you're expecting from uh, episodes seven and eight as far as going into uh, relationship with his teammates. But yeah, no. I want to see more just to see how much of an asshole he actually was. Because you, you heard like you heard that he was a asshole. Mm-hmm. You knew it. But I want to hear more about it. But also the biggest thing with him and his dad. Because you hear about his relationship, but I really hope they dig deep into that. Yeah, me too. But Because it's just obviously his tragic death. That's just crazy how it happened. You know, you know you, what was he sitting in the car and you got? Yeah, yeah. Sitting in the car, somebody just boom, boom, shot him. Like, that's crazy. And... And I do respect Jordan for the fact of, you know, going into baseball because that's what his dad really wanted him to do. Or his dad loved – he loved baseball. He did it for his father. And then it kind of humanized him when he came back and won that championship. When he, you know, he jumped up, he got on, he was on the floor holding the ball. Like, you knew it. Like, he just – like, damn. But, yeah, I'm just – I'm definitely looking forward to the, la- the last two. And it's, it's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be really good. Maybe you think Jordan was better than Tebow? <sighs> Hell no. Tebow's the GOAT. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that... But Jordan was somebody you won't... I don't think you'll ever see again. Just tenacity, tenacity and his competitiveness. It's just like besides Kobe. You know, those two go hand-in-hand because they had the exact game. Mm-hmm. And winning was damn near... It was everything. They didn't win. And everything they probably did, it was a problem. And they expected greatness for everybody they play with, the coaches. It's you don't you don't have that a lot anymore. Just that that just drive to go get it. The drive to go get it and become great. You do not you don't have that anymore from a lot of people. Like I say, LeBron, I could say he he has it. He started to have it towards when I think when he first got the whole his first championship, I think that's what started really driving him into it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I really wanna just turn it up a notch and, and he did but yeah i'm definitely looking forward to it i want to see the relationship with his dad and more about the teammates you don't it's, i understand it's about him but once again they need to improve on showing more of the teammates because that was the whole point that they won it was it was team effort it's tony Kukoc, right. you know steve kerr's you know you know, John Paxson, they, already, they show him doing the shot, you know, getting his shot and winning it in Phoenix. And they got to do more. Jordan, we know it's about you. Stop being selfish, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> we know how much you did. 
but your teammates helped Scotty, everybody. Everybody had a hand in it, except for Randy Brown. He was trash. You saw a damn always face when uh, Packing shot went up. He, oh, he knew it was in. He was like, <sighs> Yeah, he knew it was over. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm excited to see these relationships, you know, mm-hmm. and the, the drive to win mm-hmm. and how much it, you push your teammates to be better or course, you stop feeding them. So uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to see that. Absolutely. Uh, bit yeah, of other we... news. Um, I think the league is supposed to be starting to, to, to ramp up its efforts. To yeah. You start again? Mm-hmm. They said June, didn't they? Something about yeah. June. Yeah. But yeah, I want to see it. Then I want to see the Knicks lose all their games because I want a top five pick. But um, <laughs> sorry, you know, <laughs> trying to get better here. But yeah, it's I want I want the season to end on a. I just want to see it end. You know, mm-hmm. either whether the Lakers gonna do it for Kobe, you know, maybe something, maybe Giannis gets his first chip. You know, it's just so many storylines that got cut off. You yeah. just didn't know it can't end like that. It it can't. You know, have a little playoff series, do what you got to do, but you got to have something. You got to have an ending. I want to see the lottery. Please, Lord, let us get top five. I'm be pissed. But, um, but yeah, it's just so many things. Plus, I want to cover so many. I, man, I just don't want to go through the whole season and lose, like, so many freaking topics I have. I wrote them down. I'm just like, damn. Yeah, it was, like, just like how we got stopped at college. I got basically wrote down every conference who was going to be an X factor. Like I'm going through it. And I'm like, damn, we even get to talk about this shit. We even get to talk about the tournament, but yeah, it'll be nice. It'll be nice with fans or without fans. It'll be nice. You know? Yeah. Just something to get our minds off of something. For real. Cause this is just getting black. Yeah. <laughs> so to go to the outer banks, that ain't happening. <laughs> Everybody trying to rush to get, Oh, Jacob, you know, we can try. No. Alicia was like, no. Kids, no, I'm not risking it. It's not. It's not happening. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, you know, happy Mother's Day to your wives and. Oh, thank you. All that, and, you know. I'll let her know. I think I. Very important. Yeah, man. This is a, uh, you know, yeah. a bittersweet Mother's Mother's Day, and you know, all that stuff. So Definitely. I know you uh, do some rough times and whatnot, but you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm here for you, bro. Oh, thank you. You know, like I said, same thing for you. You know, both our parents. You know, big important places in our lives. It's just, but you know, they they smiling down on us. We doing well. Look at all what we doing. Doing our thing. It's and no complaints. I know they're happy. We're doing what we got to do. Staying out of trouble as we always did. <laughs> it's crazy. We another year. We getting older. Yeah, we taking it back memory lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just all the memories we had, you know, basketball, especially it comes to this now. You know, we used to argue about basketball now. Like, we're just now on podcast, talking about it, arguing about it, posting about it. Huh? Nobody yeah. else I would have with, I'll tell you that. Same here, bro. It's definitely yeah. fun. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get to that next next game. I don't care. We either Barkley or probably Barkley, you know, Barkley Garden. I heard Barkley's not that bad. I think it's a little bit less expensive, maybe. A little bit, but you know, you know, those prices are going up with KD and Kyrie there. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. I'm gonna try to. Hopefully, y'all, y'all get knocked out in the first round. Make me happy. They <laughs> got that hater status again, man. You, you damn right. I'm a hate until we get good. <laughs> you damn right. I'll shut up when we actually get good again. Two years, five years. God, I hope it's not ten. But it's please give us something. I, I love classics. Damn, we need some live stuff. Yeah, man. Damn. But again, you know, happy Mother's Day to your wives and sir, all, all, you. all your, your sisters. Uh, to those out there, happy Mother's Day to your wives and mothers and sisters. Treat them well. Treat them well. I mean, can't take them out to dinner, but you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're thinking about <laughs> something. Them. Breakfast in bed. Huh? Sex in the champagne room, man. I mean, hey. Oh, <laughs> I, I I was gonna. This is somewhat completely off topic, but 
uh, that that interview MJ had with Ahmad Rashad in like the game three. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After no, after game two, you had the sunglasses mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. It reminded me so much of the R. Kelly interview. <laughs> Use your common sense. I'm, I'm not. A, I don't have a gambling problem. I have a competitive problem. Yeah. <laughs> I swear it reminded me of the R. Kelly interview all over again. No, that think about it. Yeah, that's really good. That's a really good comparison. Motherfucker, you have a problem. Yeah, I have a competitive problem. Yeah, it just involves money, and that kind of goes hand in hand in the gambling. Yeah, you got a problem, dude. Yeah. Come on, when you betting, how much did he say he, he was betting on golf? Like for a whole, like what? Man, you betting people's salaries, and you bugging, that's a problem. I understand like a dollar a hole, just a friendly, but you going way, and you start owing people money? That much yeah. money over losing golf? Yeah, that, you got an issue. You got a real issue. Yeah, I got. I don't have a. They're underage, huh? No, what do you, you, you mean? What do you mean? Oh, is that's a problem. Yeah, I can't yeah. have a relationship with my kids. <laughs> you're killing me with this, man. Yeah, you you did it to yourself. But yeah, man. that's that's what it reminded me of. But either way, treat your wives right. Treat your moms right. Yes, sir. Take care of yourselves. Yes, sir. Wash your hands before you touch them. So, (laughs) on that note, you know, I think it's the end of episode 10. Catch us again with next week. Recap episode 7 and 8, preview 9 and 10. Catch you tomorrow night. And, uh, you know, thanks again for tuning in, man. Yes, Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Henry. Thank Henry again. Thank you. Till then, man. Blow it out. Yes, sir. Yo, the New York Knicks said, go, New York, go, New York, go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Later.